If you had to stay one month on a deserted island, what is the one thing you would want to have with you? Ever been asked that question? I asked a classroom of fourth and fifth graders. The answers ranged from internet and iPads to wood and coconuts. We quickly dismissed electronics, but discussed more on how we could use wood for building a raft, a shelter, or a fire, and the coconuts, of course, for nourishment. Each student had different ideas and things they wanted to bring, which led to the next question. If you had a choice to be alone on a deserted island or have each other all together, which would you choose? They agreed it would be better to be together and use the one thing they each brought to the island to work together and have a much better chance of survival and more fun. Having friends on an island is way better than being alone. In our culture, with our modern way of life, humanity is more connected than ever, yet there are many that have never felt more alone. Two out of five Americans say they feel their social relationships are not meaningful, and one in five say they feel lonely or socially isolated. Research has shown loneliness and social isolation can be as damaging to health as smoking 15 cigarettes a day. Isolation is real, but it's not God's design. From the Garden of Eden to today, all throughout the pages of the Bible, we are called as believers to gather together. If we put our faith in Jesus and call ourselves Christians, the last place we need to be is on a deserted island. We may not be surrounded by palm trees, sand, and coconuts, but by choosing to isolate and not gather together to worship and serve with other believers and surrounding ourselves with the body of Christ, we might as well be on that island. 1 Corinthians 12, 26. If one part suffers, every part suffers with it. If one part is honored, every part rejoices with it. Now you are the body of Christ, and each one of you is a part of it. In my church, we are a broken and beautiful family of families of different colors, shapes, and sizes. If one hurts, we all hurt and pray for peace and healing. If one is honored, we all rejoice and celebrate big time. We are one. We sharpen each other. We challenge each other. We hold each other accountable and we grow together. And just like we discovered in that classroom of fourth and fifth graders, what I have or bring to the table helps someone else. And what you have or may have experienced and bring to the table will encourage another as we all work together and live by faith together. Unfortunately, many are running away from the church, and there are some out there you may need to run away from. And hear me say, I'm sorry for any wounds you may have received. Remember the words of classic CCM artist Wayne Watson, that's not Jesus, it's just some flesh and blood like you and me somehow gone astray. There have been seasons where my greatest wounds have been connected to a local church. And in those same seasons and beyond, my deepest faith roots and greatest healing has been connected to a local church. No body of believers or church is perfect because no man or woman is perfect. We are all broken sinners in need of a Savior. But the local church is God's design, and as we submit to God and submit and commit to a local body, we are then making a choice to step off of our deserted island and into a community of Bible-believing faith.
Is it messy sometimes? Oh yeah. Is it hard sometimes? Yep. Is it inconvenient? Does it disrupt my social and sports calendar? Yeah, it will. Will it step on my toes, call me out of sin, complacency, and convict me? I hope so. Is it worth it? Absolutely. Jesus died for it, and the local church is God's plan to shine the gospel light to the world. That's the truth. No man is an island. We need each other. We are stronger together. Gather together with the body of Christ. The gospel presence in this world depends on it. I'm Lori Klein.